When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome into the Crypto Logic Podcast. Hopefully, you guys are having an amazing day. I know the markets are down, but hopefully, you still are having an amazing day. And if you're in Southern California, it's not so southern today. It's pretty rainy. I feel like it's like I'm wearing a green jacket and everything. Well, I took mine off, but I was wearing one too. It seems like, uh, like. I guess people in Washington are probably like, dude, we deal with rain like all the time. So I don't even know what you're complaining about. No, it's Seattle. Is it? It's, yeah, it is Seattle, Washington. I'm same, same thing. Seattle, Washington. I always forget Seattle's in Washington. <laughs> I was thinking. Yo, Dante, is it raining where you are? Um, No, it's not. Dang, lucky, dude. Is it cold, um, though? Because you're wearing a sweater. So I, you know, I assumed it was cold. Yes, it's cold. It was weird. It's just getting, it's like in that weird in between sometimes where it's, warm enough where you don't need to wear cold weather clothes but then the mm. next day or when it gets night it gets to nighttime it gets very cold does it snow Sheesh. where you are this snows does it snow often yeah yes for sure i mean wow. think of the i just think of outside of new york city or new york city weather i love that's the snow you know that's dude i've I never am, been so. to new york city but like i low-key want to go um i think it'll be a pretty cool We're gonna experience. visit dante Devo, do a live show in new york damn imagine in the up. middle of times square <laughs> Guys, the market's never coming back, so my last video will be. Uh, <laughs> I will be uh, in New York City. Yeah. Like, this, let's liquidate will, all our positions. Call, and... We will say death to crypto. Liquidate Ooh, our positions in one, one last hurrah. Yo, Close this market, man, if we're looking at it right now, guys, we're down $2 trillion from, I think, yesterday's show. Uh, we're at $2.14 uh, $2. We're down a percentage on the day. Bitcoin continues to fall. Um, Ethereum continues to fall. Binance seems like it might go under five hundred dollars. Solana still at one fifty. Cardano XRP still under a dollar. Polkadot's under thirty bucks. Dogecoin did flip Terra um, the other day. Uh, that we 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 talked about that. Um, you know, Avalanche is you know basically at the point where I bought in at Avalanche almost. Uh, we don't need to talk about Sheep because it's trash. I mean, sorry, Sheep holders. Um, CRO has. You know, at 50 cents, which is still pretty good. But honestly, man, I think what's on everyone else's mind is time. Yeah. Well, literally in the last, what, like 15 minutes? Everything else Everything else is a stable oh. coin. So, so people are looking at looking at time. Because like, I, made, I made a TikTok about it. And you know, I was like, yeah, you know, my, big, my best asset, performing asset is time. And a lot of people are coming to that video now and like, oh, look at time. It's tanking. It's trash. It's trash. Blah, 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 blah. I want to get you guys this take, man. What do you guys think? What do you, what, when you guys seen time at this current price? I mean, I think it even hit 2700 Dude, it was 2700 I've never been more excited. What do you guys think? John? <laughs> I've never been more excited because I bought so high. I, I was initially buying in at, what, eight, ooh, it wasn't 8000 yet. It was like 65000 7000 when I first started buying in. And then obviously my rebase has been going like been lowering the average since it's been going down now. But I've been adding more as it goes down. I like the price like this because it makes you stack up faster 
yeah. if you consolidate or if you pull money from the real world. It's an opportunity. It's like a second chance. Hell yeah. It's like a second chance. You know what I mean? And I remember, I remember, I remember we even had this conversation on air when Dante was like, oh, I got time. And then we were like, man, we missed it. We missed it when it was 3,000. We missed it. We missed it. Here's your chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, to me, it's exciting because this thing has been doing so well for the past, I think, give or take all of November, really. Um, and then um, the bo- the better end of uh, October, it's been soaring high above 6,500 and just continuing to go and teeter to 10,000 and then between 10 and 8,000 for weeks, weeks on end. And so many people were buying in at those prices. Why are you not buying in at these prices? It doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Unless you don't believe in it. But you believed in it when it was high up, and that's that's the mentality that everyone has. And it's hard, it's hard to 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 think like that when you're riding the hype. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're so bullish, so happy when everything's up. You want to buy in at the time, and then now when it's like these prices, you're scared. Not like you or us, or whatever. But I'm saying in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it should be the obvious, you should be bullish right now. That's how I feel. I'm like, because I was so enthusiastic when I was eight grand. Why would I not be enthusiastic at three? It's a second chance, in my opinion. That's, and I hope you. I mean, what do you, you think, Dante? That. Yeah, I think <clears throat> it's definitely hard to see that it's all the way back at 3K, but mm-hmm. it's funny because I just looked at the date and I realized when I got into time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And when I got into time, it was like the 1st of October, I want to say, or yeah. around then. So it's only been like two months, yeah. two and a half months or so since I initially got in. And it's basically reset. It's basically gone back to mm-hmm. the price at which I bought in at, but I'm still up significantly. <laughs> significantly. <laughs> and and the crazy because thing is I'm up significantly and I still feel terrible about where the price yeah. is at right now. I still feel like, whoa. So I can only imagine um, to some of you out there who maybe bought in at you know higher prices, yeah. it might feel terrible right now. Yeah. But the, the point is exactly what you said, John, like you you can't you're spot on with that. Um, is that when you don't believe in it yourself or you don't have the trust in yourself to make the right decision, you will panic. And I literally said it in the video that I made today. Um, I've made that mistake where I follow the lead of somebody else without my own convictions. Um, and the video that I made today was about like high, high conviction crypto plays. So it's like when you don't have your own conviction, you know, generally, at least from my own experience, it has not worked out when I have my own conviction and I go with my own gut, um, things work out. It doesn't mean that every single play I make is going to pan out in the way I want it to, but it eventually leads me to something that works out or it eventually leads me to a lesson that I needed to learn to keep progressing. And so to me, there's so many lessons you learn in crypto about that you can, that you can use in your real, in the real world, in real life, but also in the crypto market and learn from the mistakes you make and, and make yourself, uh, or at least put yourself in a better position. And so like, that's all coming from me. And, I, and I'm saying that knowing that, you know, I didn't take profits at the top of the, the local top of this last run uh, when I could have, yeah. maybe should have. So. I think I think that's the uh, a good point, man. Conviction in your own thought process, because think about it, right? We talk about Wonderland time. We're bullish on it, of course. But imagine someone who bought in at, you know, 9,000 or 10,000 or whatever, because, they didn't know anything about crypto, but, you know, they they enjoyed uh, some certain YouTuber, whatever, and they bought in at that time. And now they see, you know, Wonderland at 3200. Well, to them, they're freaking out like, holy crap. 
But I think if you made the decision to consciously do this on your own, irregardless of what anyone else said, you wouldn't really be tripping right now. You would be like, okay, well, you know, it's a lesson learned at that point, you know. But I want to show you guys something real quick that I found on Twitter. And this is from uh, Root to Five. Love that guy. He said, my thoughts on time at 3K. It's now 70% down from the all-time high. Can it go lower? Definitely. Should you basically worry? He's like, no, not in my opinion. It is a asymmetric bet. I think that's what that means. Asymmetric bet. Um, You're buying time for the staking rewards, not for the asset price. Dude, that's what I told somebody. Think about it for the long-term investment. That's what I told someone yesterday. I'm like, the guy uh, I was trying to get in the time, he was saying, like, oh, I'm waiting for I'm like, dude, that's not a type of token that you don't treat it like a token. Like, like yeah. oh, we're waiting for the real part. Like, no, it's, you buy in, and then you, you from there, you increase your position by the rebase. Yeah. The price as of time put never it. actually matters if you're doing yeah. it right. Yeah. It literally shouldn't matter. Yep. As long the as... Point it, is, uh, yeah. The point is, it could literally be $1,000 and still be paying every single one of us out 80,000% in APY. It just means what time did you get into time? You might have to yeah. wait a little bit before you start breaking even on your initial investment. But but the time that it takes will keep closing the longer you hold because, of course, compounding interest is yeah. consistently compounding. And the so. price the price of time affects how much time the to- of the token can you accumulate. So if you only put in $100 at $8,000, you're not going to get that much time. But if you're putting in $100 at a time at $1,000 – you get significantly higher amount of time. So the and the more, like I said, the more you stake, the more you make. So the more amount of time you have, the more higher the higher your rebase is going to be because of the amount of time you have staked. So that's the only way. That's the only re, like reason why price of matters is is how much how much capital you're willing to put in, right? So like if you have a lot of capital, if you're gonna if you have ten thousand dollars in, it doesn't matter. You're, you're guaranteed to have one over one full time. You're gonna get two time. But if times at ten nine thousand, you're gonna get one time. Exactly. So then, obviously, someone's gonna have, that has two time is gonna get more, earn more faster than someone that has one time, or half a time, or half a time even, yeah, or even a quarter of a time, right? So it just depends on, like Dante said, when you get in. If you get in when the price is lower, you're gonna get more time. You're gonna earn more rewards. You're gonna be rewarded. You're gonna be more happy because you're gonna get rewarded well. And then, uh, and yeah. so think about someone that probably bought in at let's say when time was at like nine hundred bucks, eight hundred bucks. And they have like 15 time right now. Damn. They're probably making like, I don't even want to do the math. I can put up on the thing. They're probably oh, making like math. a minimum seven time. So they have, oh, let me refresh. Oh, we got to do the calculator because the calculator will show how much time that they're earning with that amount of time. So currently 15 time would be worth this amount. But with if, the rebase. If you had the, if you rebase this amount, you, I don't know what it would be. It never works on my computer, but. Yeah, I'll pull it up right um, here. But yeah, that's basically like fifty grand, man. So if you had fifteen time in thirty days, you will you will get twenty six time. If time was at a thousand dollars, that would be twenty six thousand dollars you'd be earning a month. That's crazy. How much is twenty nine time even worth? It's twenty six. Oh, twenty six. Yeah, almost a hundred grand, bro. You wouldn't be complaining. So if at someone 3, had fifteen time, if someone had if a whale bought in that time when they first launched, believed in it, put in like ten grand. At eight hundred bucks, you know what I mean. You would the amount that you're re- rebasing is insane. Where it's like it doesn't even matter if times are fifteen hundred bucks, two thousand bucks, five hundred bucks. Own prices it doesn't even matter. Open down like four seventy nine. It doesn't matter because it's still passive income. 
But the thing is, that's, that's, that's a good point, John. But the thing is, with passive income, right, and DeFi, right, the whole premise on why people love it is because technically you're invisible, quote unquote, right? But now the government is starting to realize there's a lot of stuff going on with this DeFi and a lot of people making a lot of money. This article came out. I know Dante doesn't like articles. But <laughs> hey. If it's relevant, he said if it's relevant. If article it's relevant. came out said DeFi is the most dangerous Warren. part of the crypto world. Now, this is the Senator Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> All right, I'm getting off. Everybody <laughs> run! <laughs> you know Elizabeth Warren has been very vocal about crypto in general, and now she's targeting DeFi specifically. DeFi is the most. Is that what the article part. says that she's specific, or is it the stablecoin thing? It's mostly so she's saying that you can't have DeFi without stablecoins, but the problem is she's worried about people like using like Wonderland, not actually Wonderland time, but let's just use that for an example because that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. She's saying, like, someone making all these rebases on Wonderland time, right? Someone cashing out $80,000, whatever, liquidating their whole thing. And no one knows. And then they want to get that money and put it into their bank account. Well, instead of them getting paid every time they do a transaction or they get a rebase, they only have to pay taxes on whatever they put on the centralized exchange to put back into their account. So say they they made $80,000. Technically, they should have been paying taxes every time you rebased. That's what they don't like because they're like, I'm, we're losing money at this point. Yeah, well, because they, they're they smart. Well, I mean, in the example of time, obviously, we're not talking about time. We're just talking about DeFi in general. But yeah, right. There are obviously easy, very easy loopholes in crypto to get around yep. paying your taxes. Yeah. And with with time, specifically, you can wrap your memo. And basically, mm-hmm. that allows for you to avoid capital gains tax because you're no longer uh, profiting off of a security going up in price now it's the price appreciation of an asset where you don't have to pay capital gains tax on that just because the value of what you're holding goes up is basically what is the future at that time so right. it's very smart i think i think of course there's a, a reason to be scared for the government how do you regulate it how do you make sure that people are, are being honest with you know people can make millions and billions off of sheep and then just not and just it. not so, pay anything just so i i get it i'm not trying to say obviously we need regulation we in the sense that there's never going to be a way for the government of any country really at this point to say we're we're canceling crypto no one's allowed to do it and and that'll eventually kill off crypto we've seen that it just doesn't work china's tried to do it or china has done it and it has only created an environment where now People don't go to centralized exchanges for anything. People will just use decentralized exchanges. And the point is, it's just like the internet when uh, the internet was coming out, right? Yeah. People thought, one, it was just a fad, and two, that uh, the government was going to crush it and, and make it crumble, and it would go away, and we would live life as, uh, as, we, as we knew it back then. I think the same thing is occurring now. I literally uh, found randomly this video where they talk about in the next four years, starting in 2022, from 2022 to 2026, we're going to have as much technological advancement in our society as we have in the last like century or something, right? which is crazy. And it feels like that. And I think we've already talked about this off and on air and on the Patreon. Like We've talked about the fact that we kind of feel that way too. And we've had that kind of, for whatever reason, feeling, or we've had that kind of moment where we realized like, where we're going is a lot different from where we're coming from. They don't look the same. And so it's about how much of what we came from are we trying to hold on to just because where we're going is so much different. I think there's only so much that we can take with us. 
And, uh, and, you know, no offense, but Elizabeth Warren, how long is she going to be relevant for in this conversation? <laughs> yeah. with the amount of information she She's knows, just, and, you know, I don't know. Just... And so I will, I will sit here and, and listen to people who have no idea what they're talking about, talk about these things and have an opinion on them. Yeah. But do I really consider that something that I'm going to take into consideration when I think of the future of any of this stuff? No. So, yeah, I mean, of course, in an emotional market and, and, and with the kind of manipulation, quote unquote, that we have in, in something like the crypto market, because it's so small, of course, these kinds of things are going to affect people's uh, sentiment towards the market. And yeah, if you really dig deep into the technology or the fundamentals of everything, it hasn't, it doesn't need to. And there's a lot of things that emotionally drive these markets that don't need to actually exactly. have any effect on the market. I guess, I guess the bigger question that a lot of people have, man, is will time survive regulations? Please give me an answer about this. Shout out to Hendrix, man. Thank you for your comment. Support the show. Answer this question. So will time survive regulation? I'm going to let you go first, Dante. Go ahead, man. I guess the, the thing is, like basically what I just said, is that there's nobody who can, like regulation can't stop time from being time. And you're probably in the U.S. if you're asking this. So, again, like I said, there's, you know, crypto is a global thing. It is not just the U.S. And anything that was to be affected by regulation to the point where we couldn't use it in the U.S. would still live on in every other country. And I promise you there'd be many people who leave this country to go and we, pursue you those don't, You don't technically even have to leave the country, man. Be honest with you. All you need is a VPN. Yes. <laughs> a VPN. We're, we're talking straight... We're talking straight on the basis of like what is, yeah, everything, what is everything supposed to be done if you're going to risky. follow the rules is you're not going to use a VPN. You're going to leave the country. Well, that's, that's true. What, that's true. But you, one course, error. you can leave the country with your VPN and be in Tokyo yeah. based on your yeah. Internet connection in two minutes, which is the fact of the matter, which is why I say like the time or whatever. These decentralized protocols will last, will live and die based on the people who you know, support it, run it, the community around it and its sustainability. It won't live or die based on regulation. Things like stable coins like USDT or yeah. private firms that have their own stable coin or centralized entities that have stable coins. Those are the ones that will, you know, they could ban Tether in, in the US and then, yeah, you would get in trouble for that kind of thing. That's a different story. Yeah, But we already know that there's already a solution or there are solutions to uh, Tether and centralized uh, stable coins. There's UST. There's MIM, and I, pro, I like you know I don't want to keep Tether's that, in a bubble you, too right now. Tether Tether's yeah. getting sued. Yeah, and, they're in a bubble so too. They might they again, might collapse. They're getting sued right now. To me, right it's now. like to me, it's just they're, in, it, they're printing it's fake something money. that needs to be yeah. sorted out so that we can just move on from it because it's like the problem that the U.S. government also has is that USDT and any kind of stable coin that is representing the dollar on the blockchain is more efficient, more fast, more accessible to everybody in the world than the actual US dollar is now. No that's longer true. do we have to wait for the bank or whatever to get our money. And that's a big issue for Thanks. the infrastructure we have now. And my <laughs> point being, where we're going is not where we're coming from. So oh the what are we going to do? Are we going to stifle and, and destroy the growth of uh, paradigm shifting technology yeah. that we know is going to last? Or are we going to decide that maybe we just need to change the way our traditional systems do, do things? I think if Elizabeth Warren or whoever it is in government is not in the direct, is not in the boat of we need to be able to change our, our and adapt to uh, what we have in terms of technology and how we can utilize it, then, you know, that's good. But if we are in the boat of 
we have a system that has worked for a certain group of people. Yeah. So we need to keep it running because that certain group of people are directly affected by it and they have no reason to change and they have no reason to uh, want these huge, massive shifts in um, kind of technology. And again, the way people make money and the way people make a livelihood and transfer value. If for the people who have been winning the last 20, 30 years, the systems worked for them. So why would they want it to change? And, and it also happens to be the fact that those people who have been successful are the ones who are at the top of the food chain in terms yeah. of power. It's not a coincidence, right? And so, of course, there's hesitance. There's a lot of back and forth and, and just ridiculous like misunderstandings because there's just a lack of understanding from people who we need to uh, have very well educated on this stuff. Because they gotta, they they're going to, they're going to, if they're allowed to make decisions uh, based on what they know now, <laughs> like, Crypto in the U.S. is just not going to go yeah. anywhere um, anytime soon. Banks, banks are, are going to have a problem too because imagine moving your money, your funds from crypto into your bank, and it's hundreds of thousands, millions. Th that money's not really there. Your money yeah. is not really there because the banks don't have your money. So if you were going to go and cash out and go to the ATM or go to the bank, they're going to immediately. Where does money come from? Exactly. They're not going to have it on hand. You're not, even though it's your money, even though it's your money, you're not going to be able to come in there and just pull out a hundred grand like that. Just nope. depositing it from your MetaMask. And it's, it's going to get, it's going to get reported. It's going to get, you know what I mean? That's the system that we have where the banks are, they're going to have a liquidation. They're going to have to adapt and everything's going to be digital. Everything mm -hmm. needs to be digital as crypto's taken off. There's no need. You can't have physical cash anymore. Most centralized exchanges doesn't even allow for you to to deposit that amount of money or else it takes like three to four three to four or five business days for you to do it yeah. the only one centralized exchange that i know of is kraken and you have to you have to uh you have to do like levels of kyc yeah. in order to do it like Coinbase I, has good levels like i can 10, move 1.5 million dollars at a time on kraken because of the level that yeah. i you know kyc for that i'm that i'm I feel I feel elite saying that, but like <laughs> you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? If you want, if you want to be able to pull your money out, that's this is what we have to do. But I don't know. That's a good point, John. It's definitely definitely a good point. So, so in your opinion, John, do you think that time will last? Uh, will survive regulation? Rather, mm, I think so. I think that it's proven on the DeFi world that it's it's everyone loves it. Everyone's gravitating toward it, towards it, right? So it's mostly for people who are into crypto. And what I'm assuming is traditional finance, basically the real world, they will incorporate their own versions of these protocols. Yeah. They're going to create 100%. their own. It just makes sense to If they're going to make money and then their investors are going to make money, the wealthy are going to make. You don't think we love this? You don't think wealthy people are going to love this? You don't think wealthy billionaires not are not going to love this? They're going to create their own protocols, but it's going to be only for the elite. Not they might saying, not even create their own protocols. They might just get into these protocols after they've convinced every single retail investor yeah. that this shit's going to zero, to be honest. Yeah, and they could do that, happen. yeah. Dude, I mean... On, it, they, could, it, they could do anything. They have the money to do anything. You it's know literally I mean? like... If, if How can you say no to this? <laughs> if you're getting paid to basically hold your money on a protocol or a smart yeah. contract or a website, whatever, the treasury, where all the money is stored at, they take that money and invest it in other different project it's basically like a like a you're going to fidelity and saying hey this is a bank it's put, just put my the start of a, it's a start of the decentralized bank, bank. it's, it's literally of what the it is. world or of whoever and they know 
the 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 centralized finance or you know the real world finance they know that this is a major major thing and it's a lot of money that goes into this and that's a lot of money that they're not getting their hands on ethereum's success will showcase the power of crypto as, as once ethereum's successfully implemented their vision is complete <clears throat> ethereum's success will showcase to all the regulators all the elites like okay crypto works because the fact that the money that you invest you buy the token the token you can use that token to help power ethereum right when you do proof mm-hmm. of stake Obviously, they would prefer proof of work because they can set up all those mining rigs and all that stuff they need to do, right? Condena is going to change the game on that regard. But when it comes to Ethereum moving to proof of stake, that's that's the next poster boy under Bitcoin where the yeah. elites are going to put their hands on and then that's that's where they're going to be able to under, be, you know, they might take over own. But haven't you guys you know, noticed we lately, don't know. lately in the news and even lately on Twitter um, that a lot more politicians or people in power are starting to kind of see the contradictions that they had with Bitcoin and Ethereum and like with Ethereum basically doing what XRP did back then. And now people are like physically coming out to say it. So I don't know, maybe I think they might kind of crash the market, the, their babies yeah, and kind of slap them on the wrist so they could pay some fines and maybe, you know, freak some people out some more. So maybe they can buy in later because I mean, let's be honest here, man. Everyone is our, all the elites have said Bitcoin is digital gold digital real estate they're not just gonna let that go to zero man micro strategies no. is a big co- corporation <laughs> no, that not. basically yeah. runs Tesla, part of the Elon world Musk. like come on man Jack. i think i think i think we're at i think we're just at a turning point like this is a yeah. turning point where yes the people who were here like in 2017 or before that they they have this idea or the notion of the cycles having to be a certain way and i get it because it it makes sense, and if everything stayed the same and and we were at the same place as we w- we were in twenty seventeen, yeah, I would expect it to be a, a four year cycle type thing. But I think it's obvious now, like this whole year basically could end completely sideways. Like we could end just under forty k, around thirty thirty k. Bitcoin ended started this year at like thirty k. Yep, ends around the same same place. Basically, we could this year was a year of consolidation. This year was a year of in 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 some people's perspective, accumulation. I think accumulation. Yeah, it was accumulation year. What comes it was next? Accumulation year, yeah. To get in, and and yeah. and like we've been saying, it's not the worst thing in the world if we have a slower, if we're more trading gradual sideways rise, for a while. Yeah. more yeah. sustainable rise. I think so. Guess what? We're it's here. Safe. We're at this yeah. moment in time where all the people who wanted to get in to everything when it was cheap. They're not here now, right? They're all afraid. Which <laughs> is kind of crazy. Which and is this, crazy. To those to those people who are out there, it's like this is the moment in which everything is done. When everybody is running for their lives, like when everyone's afraid, that is when people are buying. The Inflation's know, at an all-time high. Who are, who are able to see past what's right in front of them and see that, okay, yes, like it's always going to go down way more. It's way more than it should. And it's always going to go up a little bit more than it should at that moment in time. It's going to under, it's going to be undervalued and then overvalued and then find its way to a place in the middle. I think 2021 now, based on what we've seen happen is we went up a little too much. We got overextended and and we had to come down and everybody wanted us to just go blow past 70 K and keep going to hundred K and then 150 and whatever. Um, but it's just not the case at this point. And that's okay because 
has anything changed fundamentally about where we think crypto is going in the long run? No. Nope. Has the sentiment changed? Has the way people interact and, and uh, talk about crypto changed just because of the prices? Yes. And two weeks ago, everyone was euphoric. So, yes, I remember that. <laughs> yep, everyone was happy. So it's like what brings me I, honestly like I I I really do mean this. Like the the crypto market going down really doesn't affect me. It's mm-hmm. the fact that you know we are in a place where we are part of communities where I know it's affecting people regardless of how I feel about the market, and that kind of sucks because it's like you know like it's harder to come out and talk about things in a, in a bullish way, even though things have literally not changed in terms of fundamentals yeah. because people are down on their investments or people are not happy about what the market's doing. And again, I'm, we're all culpable. We're all in the same boat in the sense that we're, we're, we're all human, right? Like we're going to be emotional about these things, but maybe this is the time where we realize, okay, now there's, now there's a time for me to reflect on why I feel the way I feel. Why do I feel down about the market going down? Why do I not look at this as an opportunity? Man, great points. So this next question we got, man, from Patrick uh, Sawabi. 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 Hopefully I said your last name uh, correct, man. I apologize if I didn't. Um, He said, I have a question for the next podcast. What is you guys' take um, that you think we won't have an alt season like 2017 as as the cryptos were a few? I guess he's saying that there was a little bit of all yeah. coins back then. Yeah. yeah. There's um, there only like weird. Some even tokens. go to the lengths to say that their sort of uh, euphoria came with an explosion of the NFTs. So I guess uh, the first question, let's answer that one and then we'll dive into the to the second. Um, so uh, basically, Dante, do you think that we'll have an alt season like 2017? Or do you no, think it's going to be completely different? I think different? we won't have anything like we've seen before. I yeah. think what is happening now is completely different to any of that. Yeah. I think that's the point is that nobody knows what's going to happen and everybody expects it to happen or everybody expects one certain outcome outcome to occur, whatever that is, whatever they've bought into. Yeah. We are the same, right? I've bought into the idea that we're not going to have the same situation we had in 2017. Um, I think that's the point of looking for actual fundamental uh, projects that will have a long-term outlook. The point of that is there's so much out there right now that is not going to last the whole point is like you put in the time so that you can find the ones that will last i think it's obvious too which ones will last i think the ones that'll last are underperforming the stuff that isn't going to last you look at Chainlink, you look at alliance block those have underperformed most in in terms of DeFi or in terms of potential in the long term they have far more potential than 90 percent of the projects that have done the the best this year i think that just shows you how many new people are in the space which is good Hopefully those people stay and they learn and they want to, they, they educate themselves on why they should be absolutely focused on the future of this, because that's what we want. We want more Mm -hmm. people coming in here that are, are coming for the technology and staying. And I think the development and the, the application building side, that stuff is happening. I think the brightest minds in terms of development and um, creating products with blockchain that people will actually use. I think it's gotten everybody's attention. You look at Meta, aka Facebook. You look at uh, Jack from Twitter. It's Nike. Crypto has already captured the Microsoft. attention of the people who uh, <clears throat> will play a part in shaping how Google uh, our future looks. In the sense that these social media giants, as we know, have a lot of power over uh, large large groups of people. 
in terms of how they interact with each other because those platforms determine how people yeah. interact based on what they do with their platform. So they have power. They have power to change the way we communicate as people over the internet. That's pretty crazy. That's very powerful. Yeah. Um, and so the question is, do we want to, do we want to just, you know, pretend like we're going to let centralized entities or a certain group of people always allow, uh, for that power to be in their hands and let them make the decisions for us about how our data is used and who sees our data and profit off of us, profit off of us and our, and the information that we create, uh, rather than choose to go in the direction of creating value for ourselves with just ourselves, just being ourselves and interacting and engaging, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That's the question that every single person can ask themselves and then ask which side of the you know, line they want to sit on. If you want to sit on the line that is for all the things we just talked about and not crypto, that's okay. But is that where I'm going to sit? And like most people who are in this space are going to sit? No, obviously not. So yeah. I think to answer the question, um, I, to, does it mean that the tokens like Quant, VXD, ALBT will not have parabolic runs? Um, they will, they will, go up in price with the value of their tokens going up based on the utility. So if the utility is realized and and the tokenomics operate in the way they're supposed to for these tokens, then the price of the tokens will go up, which means it doesn't have to it doesn't require Bitcoin to have a parabolic run up or yeah. blah blah blah. Things don't have to work the way they've worked this whole time in the space. Right. We are all looking at the space and it is still in its infancy because Bitcoin is still the determiner, like, is what is determining all of the yeah, biggest the, moves. The, in the determining market. factor. One, one crypto. Yeah. And that was just, in my opinion, still just like the proof of concept crypto, a yeah. proof of concept of blockchain for this kind of thing, transfer value. So, John, what do you think, man? Do you think that uh, you know tokens like Quant VXV will have uh, will not have parabolic runs just because you know they've had some massive percentage gains this year? They, they've had. So what do you I think? I mean, I mean, VXV was like under a dollar. Quant was obviously a dollar last year. So like, you know what I mean? This whole year, if you had invested earlier in the year or last year, you you would have felt that that parabolic run. Yeah, it's inevitably that feeling was would have been inevitable. You felt that. It's just for the people that have bought in past the parabolic run that don't feel that way now. So that's like I, I've said it before. It's like. You have you've they've it already had a parabolic run, so now you have to if you're buying it now, you have to bank on it having another parabolic run. Yeah, and that's what I think he's asking. Yeah, so it's like what it sounds like. So it's like you're basically waiting on a second one. Technically, it did what it needed to do. If you if you read us and if you invested early, we just you know invested a little late, right? Like if we had yeah, I mean, in, but the reason it you know, went up is not because of utility. It went up because yet. of yeah speculation. Of yeah, hype so and speculation. Yeah. If you're just buying based on hype and speculation and not for mm -hmm. the promise of utility, then don't waste your time buying. Exactly it is really the point. Because it's like if if you're literally just buying it, looking yep. for that parabolic run to come again. Yeah. You're gonna be. You're gonna, What's you're, the point? You're gonna feel hurt. Like the point is, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the point is, yeah. All right, I want it to go seven, eight x, and then cash yeah. out. But the point is, if that's the only reason you're buying, yep. you're not going to be able to hold and you yes, might even miss the parabolic run good. when it happens because you sold yeah. too early because you weren't patient. So it's he, like my point is my only feeling is that because of the way the market is, the only way that you can last at this point is if you have belief. your own conviction that yeah. this is going to work out in the long in the long run. If you don't feel like that, you're constantly going to be 
trying to find a narrative that fits what you what you want want to happen. So it's like if you think that it's the best case scenario for you for it to have a blow off top in December, then you're mm-hmm. gonna try and find everything that you're confirms chasing all that for the you. yeah you're not yeah, and it's okay. But I'm just saying like mm-hmm. to me. In my world, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah, same here. Things like that. It's you're basically a short-term investor, and then you're kind of like investing based off of the price move, price action, rather than utility. Because at the end of the day, if you are investing into a project like Quant, Vixier, Alliance Block, those three in particular, if you understand the utility, you know this is nowhere near the surface of the value of what Quant will be. So. At this point in time, it doesn't matter if you're buying it at obviously 200, 300, 400, 150, because you know that at some point in time, time, quant will, utility will kick in and the price will be astronomical if you're looking at a price standpoint, because we're nowhere near where quant's potential is at. It just basically gave proof to a lot of people like, oh, look, people believe in this project other than me. That's all, you know what I mean? Other than me, people believe in this project and that gave it like a hype. Right, so like if you're investing into something like Sheeb and, and Doge, that's all hype. There's no utility coming. There's nothing. Com- Doge is not going to build a digital dollar for anybody. It may be used as currency, but that's that's fine. Like I'd rather it's like using a stable coin. You're just oh here, I'm gonna give you thirty thousand Sheeb. It's like worth you know like five hundred bucks or something for some shoes. Yeah. Like you're just you're just, you're just you're just trading. You're crypto trading, right? But when it comes to utility. At these these tokens in particular, they're nowhere near their surface. They're no they had a blow off top this year because of the hype that people believed. Oh, I found a gem, I found a gem. And then people thought that Quant was gonna hit ten thousand dollars this year. I mean, I think it's you funny I mean? that it's funny that when everything was when Quant was at four hundred bucks, people were buying these projects were up, everybody was like, Damn, I wish I was in it. Yeah, Quant at this yeah. price, at that price, at this and price. Then here's your chance and again. now. Where where are where's where their excuse at? at this point? Where's everybody at that was saying yeah, that DXV. they're not here anymore because yep. one they're just they're they're looking at what they what could have been what they missed out on. They're not looking at the opportunity that's in front of them right now. They're looking at exactly. what could have happened. When yeah. Quant's price goes up, they they wish they could have bought at the bottom. Yeah. When, when Quant's price crashes, they wish they sold out earlier because they bought at the top. <laughs> you know what it's, I'm thinking it, about? It's, it's literally it's just it's silly to me. And yep. I'm saying, like, I do the same thing. It's silly to me that I, I'm i in the same boat as you. I'm not saying that I'm not like that, too. I'm with exactly humans. the same way, and it's just like, oh, uh, why? But would you understand what you're investing in? You believe in the utility. You know you know what the potential of what these projects are going to do for the world. Not just the crypto space, but the world. They're going to yeah, help all change the world. It's all potential at yeah. the end of the day. Th- this moment currently, right now that we're in, is one of those moments where you will say to yourself, at this time next year, Damn, if I would have just bought this at that yeah. time, I would be. You think X, this X, is X. one of those moments? Hell yeah, dude. I think so. We've had multiple of those moments this year already. This is the biggest this one. This is the biggest one. Yeah. When Bitcoin hit 50K or something, what was the all time high, previous all time high? When, when Elon Musk bought it? 58. 58. What happened? It went back down. It was about to touch 29K. That was, the, that was one of the first times. So now Bitcoin's at 29,000, I mean, 69,000. 70,000 damn near it's about down like 46 45 yeah so it's essentially the same dip it's, from 50 58 to 29 to 30 now 69 to 45 it's kind of the same dip and that means the bitcoin is going down like that everything else is going down yeah. it's just it's just higher than where it was before 
But still, mm-hmm. at the same time, it's giving you more chances to get in your favorite projects that you believe in long term. But most people don't want to buy when it's down for some reason. People want to buy when it's going up. I don't understand. I mean, for the reason that, like, we have all been, I think we've been, the, the crypto market is so unpredictable that it's, yeah. like, ridiculous that anyone assumes that anyone knows where it's going to go. No one knows. Like, to me, it's hilarious that someone will be like, oh, yeah, like, in three months, we're going to hit this, and then we're going to hit that. Maybe, like, you know, the stock-to-flow model. Based on yeah. some some data, there's there's things that we can use as a, as a guide to maybe when to take profits, when to buy. But it's kind of like saying, like, we know we have some kind of model that will absolutely determine how we go <laughs> in a certain direction in the future. There's If we had the capability to do that, why do you think people lose money so much? If we knew exactly. where the markets were going, why would people be losing money right now? Why yeah. would everybody be capitulating and crying? Nobody about would be broke because we don't actually know where it's going to go at the at, at the next moment in time. We can only assume based on what we know now. And what we know now is that if you look at everything, even macroeconomically, things suggest that you know we need uh, to slow down inflation in the U.S. We've had almost seven percent inflation this year alone. We're spending more money than. Uh, we have on the whole of World War II, uh, just on yeah. infrastructure, which is insane. Crazy. Um, and I and in the long run, those things are all being set in place to benefit us. In the long run, they're thinking about not next year. They're thinking about in twenty twenty six. Will this plan have panned out the way we wanted it to? Exactly. That's where they're looking, and they're looking beyond that. But everybody else is looking at what's happening right now and saying, this is terrible for what's going on right now. This is bad, blah, 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 blah. Things yeah. have to get a little bit worse before they get better. And well, so whenever always, I see the markets down, what's up? They always get worse before they get better. They, uh, the only reason the market goes up is because it went down right before, right? Yep. We don't have a parabolic rise up without it going down first. Well, what happened? What's literally, there's what's no way. <laughs> Sorry, the fucking... <laughs> that's funny. I literally wow, clicked hey, the... Uh, my standing desk started it was like, up, moving up. It wanted... You were preaching. They, they, they <laughs> were spinning some facts. The desk said, get up. We need... You know what I mean? Stand I need to stand up, up for this one, eh? <laughs> no, I know but... I'm getting intense, guys. I need to... No, no, no. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm very much... Uh, you know, I'm, I the have my convictions, it. and when, when I get going, I get going. So hey, People man. love it. The people love no it. No worries. The people love it. There was another comment um, uh, that I want to share with you guys, and you guys let me know what you guys think. Look um, at his uh, logo. It looks cool, the artwork. So this one's from Manuel Van Isbiza. Isbiza. Ibiza. Ibiza. I don't know. Uh, do you guys know who Chino Crypto is? Chico. 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 Yeah, I, wa- I was watching his video earlier. Okay. Well, uh, Ch- Chico Crypto uh, has more or less said, goodbye to uh his busy crypto existence today in combination with making content so um, so he, he left crypto content making i guess so um he's depressed he asked if he's seen uh if we've seen that um i personally haven't I, I, this is the first time i'm hearing about uh chico crypto uh so i apologize for that uh no slight to him i just don't i just don't know him um are we afraid of this uh me personally i'm i'm not what do you what, what um, about you guys no, I'm not afraid at all. Um, but you know, I wish him the best. Yeah. And I, you He's know, I watched like crypto? the first couple seconds of his video. I guess uh, so. And other than that, I have not watched his content. But I wish him the best. But to me, do what's oh. best for you. Everybody's got to do what's best for them at the end of the day. Um, I've also fallen fallen in that trap of trying to do what's best for everyone constantly will eventually hurt you. And if if that's the situation he was in, he needs to take care of himself. Right. Hundred um, percent. And you know. 
you know, I, I, again, yeah, like I wish him the best, but to me, the point is like detach from, if you're going to be in this space, again, you're, you're opening yourself up to a lot mm-hmm, of criticism because mm-hmm. we don't actually know where any of this stuff is going to lead to, but exactly. we just have our thoughts and our convictions as to where we think it'll go. And sharing that is scary in a way because you're, you're completely putting yourself out there to be criticized. And I'm Scrutiny telling you, stuff, I mean, yeah. obviously y'all know that like, it, it affects you uh, when people kind of slight you for work that you're doing and and when you are genuinely putting a lot of your time or energy into things and it, people can just shit on you immediately for anything, really. Exactly. But you are letting them do that. That's not... Yeah. That's something you are... I don't want to say bringing to, onto yourself, but you are opening yourself up to receive that. So you got to be, you know, you got to be able to handle that. And I think that's, a le- again, a lesson I've learned this year, again, with uh, YouTube and crypto. Yeah. And not just yeah, exactly. and content creation is that immediately the first comment I ever had on a video was one where the guy was just shitting on me. Um, yeah. And <laughs> so that was how my, yeah. that's how my channel started. Literally with the first comment being a dislike and the guy shitting on me. And it was my first video. Yeah. Um, and but, so you, yeah. you make a choice. You make a choice like, all right, uh, you know, I can quit now because one person didn't like what I had to say. Or I keep going, I don't quit, but I let every negative comment that I get affect me negatively. Instead, you can focus on the positive. And again, I have not been, you know, a saint with this because it's really hard to do. It's not an easy thing to do, but it's really what is best for yourself. I was exactly. I was thinking, I was thinking because he says, I don't want to scare you. I love the program. Hope you continue for a long time. I love this space. I, it looked really emotional. It really moved me. I'm just wondering if this is something to think about too. So it's like, what? what I guess like he's saying too is like, there's people out there that like I don't want to say fall in love, but they get hooked on to like um, people who talk about things that they love, right? So it's like you watching your favorite TV show as a kid, and one day that TV show says, "Oh, we're done," like this last season of all ever. Yeah, it's emotional, right? So imagine someone that you are kind of getting a perspective off of, insight off of, that talks to you about crypto, and you're always watching and learning from this person. And like I trust this person, and then one day they say, "Hey, I'm done." It's def. I've, I would feel like it's devastating. So I, I understand why. Like this question was presented. Like, hey, I hope you guys continue forever. You know, and I yeah. feel like as a human, you have. If you can't, if you don't love the space anymore, and if you don't respect the space anymore, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to whomever is watching you. Because now it's not yeah. authentic. Now you're just making content just for monetization, monetary purposes. Yep. You're not really doing it for real. This, like, you know, like if you love this thing, you would do it for free, right? And we've been, hey, we've been doing it for free for, for six months, yeah. six, seven, exactly. eight months, every day. without a hit, without a hiccup. Exactly. We never made excuse. We never, we never made any type of ah. Uh, you know, we kept, we made it seem like we we did this like it was a job. But it was—it's just called discipline, you yeah. know. You you do you doing something. I think that, it goes without know? saying. Like, I—I I mean, in my opinion, it's like yes, everything like crypto in itself is enough for you to make a living off of it. Mm-hmm. You don't need crypto YouTube to be yeah. your living. And I think yeah, a lot of people early on in the crypto's YouTube space ruined that for everyone who's coming now because it's like there's Dude. a stereotype of anybody on crypto YouTube is just some guy who's gonna shill. Yeah, or just some guys getting, getting into chill, cri- and it's really crypto, sad Everybody. because it's mostly true, right? It's yeah. mostly true that that's the case. So it's like sponsorship. The last video I posted before this one was not the most like positive video in the sense that I was calling out basically anyone who had anything to say because I was the like I said the comments got to me 
especially when the market was down, because it was like, it does not resonate with me when the market's down to then all of a sudden start losing my conviction. My conviction is not coming from the price. It's coming from the technology. So it doesn't align with me when someone starts getting pissed off when the market's down and then saying, why'd you tell us about this? Why'd you tell us about that? Or the fact that, you know, it's someone who probably bought the top when we bought in six months ago. And it's just, people don't even think about the fact that there's another human on the other side of that comment that you're talking to that is taking time, effort, um, and putting in genuine amounts of energy to share something because they believe in it. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to shit on someone for what they believe in, says a lot about that person then what are you doing with your life yeah ask yourself truly look deep enough inside of you and say what is it that i'm doing with my life if the most important thing to me or the thing that drives me is looking at other people when they're doing things that they believe in and trying to achieve things in their lives and i'm trying to shit on them for it yeah where am i getting in my life doing that i honestly i honestly think man that was the reason, one of the driving factors that we decided to create the collective, you know, because mm-hmm. the collective isn't just a place for just crypto. You know what I'm saying? Like this channel is primarily educated, educational, telling you about crypto, how the crypto space works, things of that nature. But the collective is a lot different. It's showing There's you a lot more, more than just crypto. Like, what do you do after crypto? What is the, you know, things that you're going to be doing, you know? For, with these product uh, projects and things of that nature, so I just feel like, you know, I'm not I'm not shilling the the collective at all. I just I think that there's a time and a place for kind of everything, and unfortunately, uh, Manuel, I apologize that you're kind of dealing with what we're not going nowhere, with, man. But um, yeah, you know, that's what the collective yeah. is for. So <laughs> the point when exactly when we're doing stuff like, oh, I'm I'm buying this uh, rental property or whatever, what have you they will know, you know what I'm saying? And they'll be like, all right, this is what they're doing. All right, let me see if I can move some funds around and maybe do that yeah. too. That yeah. type of content will never reach this channel. I just, you know, I, I mean, I, and it's because there's not enough people who are ready for that to take it wholeheartedly as genuine content. Exactly. And that's what I, we've yeah. all realized being in the crypto space is that the crypto space is, is still young and it's young and, and it's to the point where people are so easily influenced. And I, I think that says, I think that's just a picture and that's, dangerous that's like too. part of a bigger picture, right? Is that like, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of influence that is just using their audiences and audiences yeah. that are letting influencers use them. And so in the crypto space, it's very easy to do because we are, we are so new as a community in general that just like anything, just like with the internet, just like with crypto scams, it's so easy to make a quick buck off of someone and people are willing to do it shamelessly, put their yeah. face on the internet to make a quick buck. And so yeah, it's, super it's easy really hard to... then when you're trying to make genuine content that you think people are going to actually benefit from to not feel like you're doing the same thing, even though you're not, you're just genuinely putting out something of value and not making people pay because you want to make money off of them, making people pay because People will pay based on how serious they are about wanting to see that or uh, utilize that content. So I know that someone who's willing to pay that much to be in that Patreon is serious about what we have to say and is going to really put some effort into it if they value the money that they put into it. Or if they just want to support us, that's awesome too. Either way, I don't come come here and and do what I do and these guys don't 
for money. Like, and it never, and like I always say this, it's never been about uh, money for me. It's always been about, I like making content. Crypto is something that I also am very yeah. passionate about. Guess what? They go together very well. And now on top of that, we also can talk about the greater, bigger picture of life that crypto is a part of, YouTube is a part yep. of, um, but all of it is part of a bigger picture. You guys see a very small sample size of what our lives are. And so with that being said, I think that the only thing we can really do is is prove that there are actually genuine people out there that are putting out real content and just being themselves and not actually just completely bullshitting people. I mean, and, and you know, being that typical influencer that we've had, uh, you know, like which is which is how I sort of, I guess, feel about our content in a way. And so I don't. Let's I don't be honest here, man. Same. If 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 some guy came on here and called the KDA play, called the VXV play, called the Albert play early, they would look at him as if he was a guru and he literally just quote unquote got lucky. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm we saying? We all had those moments too, where we would. We've all done it. We've all made yeah. plays on this show multiple times. Dante has on his channel multiple times, <clears> where you just bring up a project that you find and you really you fall in love with, and it blows up. On it, like you know, it's just conviction. It's it's Dante's own conviction, and he had his feeling, and he talked about it. We've had a conviction with other products, right? I don't want to name them all, but you know, and it's just it's just some people when that happens to them. It goes through their head, and then they start monetizing off of it immediately. They start now. They start cores. Now they start. Oh, come on! I know. I know the next one. I know the next one. And then that's when it's like they're not really doing it based off their own conviction. They're they're hunting. They're just doing to make, it because they know yeah. there's an expectation to do yeah. so. And like that is where you. It's murky. There's some people who yeah. will stop themselves, and some people who don't. And yep. Then you yep. go down the road of you've lost and yourself, then, and then now and you're you doing lost the reason yeah. why. You now yeah. the content's not pure anymore. It's not pure. Ours, yeah. you could sense the purity. We don't talk about new tokens every episode if we, you know what i mean like you can tell yeah. the difference between oh this is new one you know i continue like every now and then like i mean you know we, we talk about the same ones that we believed in and then we'll have new ones that we fall in love with and we put you know and i feel i want to i don't want to speak about it but it's the same way and then we i mean change no, our minds. A, you know it's, it's the, you know it's the truth yeah it's you pure. know it's the truth and 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 so the only difference between the people who are, are are you guys on the other side of the mic or whatever on the other side of the, the camera, the only difference between you and us is that the people who stick around and enjoy the content are also the people who have kind of accepted themselves and expe- accepted mm-hmm. that accepted the place we're at, you know, and, yeah. and are on the same level in, in the sense that we operate on the same frequency. You get what we're saying. Not everyone's like that. And we're not asking everyone to be like that or we don't think that we're on higher ground for the way we are but i think the most simple way of putting it is i'm i'll look at it you can look at it as as selfish as as possible if you want it's not it's not about me doing all this stuff for anybody else for myself in order to make whatever i'm doing as successful as possible yeah i have to keep it as genuine to myself as possible otherwise it will not work that is how i see it and so that means that anything I put out is is 100% a reflection of how I'm feeling in that moment, not anything other than uh, that. It's not to influence you to do one thing or the other or sway you one way or the other. All of it and, and most of it is restating my convictions for myself and putting that out there so that I've put it out there and people mm-hmm. know about it. Now I'm I'm being truthful to myself because I've put it out there and I can't 
and I'm being consistent with it, right? I'm not changing, I'm changing my, uh, obviously we change our minds about what projects we hold, what is in our portfolio, blah, blah, blah. But right. the, the, how you're going to get to that destination, you don't know. And it'll, it'll, the, the road will fork so many times, but the destination does fork. not change the destination. Exactly. <laughs> the destination will be there and it is the same destination. Like your goals, you may have the right goals in life, but you might not have the right vessel to get you to those goals. And you so if I get the vessel, the answer is not to get out of the vessel and, and decide that you're a failure and you're never going to get to where you yeah. want to go. It's that maybe the path you're taking is not the one you're supposed to be on. You need to pivot. Yeah. But the goal stays the same. You're exactly. Still going, you're still arriving at the same destination, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I think so, we're, we're going to get there. And in this, you'll sense the conviction of, of the purity of, of, of content creators and stuff because this stuff will die out. Even if we bring more people to yeah. feel okay to be able to yeah. be themselves and talk about yeah. their failures, and that's what yeah. the collective should be. Yeah. The collective should be a place that's not, it doesn't have to be private. It should be yeah. something that everyone can be a part of and understand that, okay, when we come here, no matter what they say, we understand they're not trying to influence, they're just trying to share opinion. Exactly. And, and from exactly. sharing opinion, we're going to hear other opinions. And then based on those opinions, we converse. And then the collective as a whole can become more educated, can learn from each other and hear about each other. And, and like, that is what is so cool to me. And that is yeah. what drives me is like, there's people on the other side of the that? screen that to. actually genuinely, uh, you know, feel the same way. We've never met. We have nothing in common on, on, on an external basis, but this person has had the exact same conviction, has had the exact same feeling about something. This, this is like kind of random Dante preaching. You're going to like this. Joe uh, Rogan had, had today his episode with people. Joe Rogan is like um, he has people and he and people gave him an NFT. This I beginning <laughs> to me that's big news. He gave him an NFT and a, and a physical like it's like the device that that showcases your NFT. Oh, so you know they're gonna have NFT talk. Beeple has made sixty nine million dollars off of NFTs. Yeah. So that's big um, to me. That's huge. Joe Rogan. That's a, a whole audience of people now. Beeple's gonna explain to them what NFTs are. Crypto, the blockchain, like to me, that's yeah. huge. To me, that's huge. I'm gonna watch that today. It's gonna be pretty. It <laughs> came out today. That's that's big. Yeah, news. I'm a, obviously I'm a massive fan of Joe Rogan. Yeah, and like yeah. look at Joe Rogan for an example. It's insane. He, we it's talk ready. about it all the time. Breading. In my opinion, what is the best job you could have in ever is be able to just be yourself, be Joe, yeah. be John, just be Dante, cool be Mike, whoever. Literally, your value comes from who you are as a person. Yeah. And so if you are able to do that and basically, you know, have a net worth of zero, but because your name is Joe Rogan and you are the person you are, and there's nobody who's had the same exact timeline of experience and understanding in their lives. Yeah. And you're willing to be open about that because of that, just because of that, that is where your value comes from as, as a individual in society. That's pretty amazing. And the point is everybody can do that. It's not yeah. just Joe Rogan that can do that. Exactly. The fear that comes from being yourself or being afraid to be, uh, being afraid of being judged. We all have it. I have it. We all have it. But it's something that you absolutely can overcome. And yeah. so I, to me, it's like, if anything, let all of the mistakes that will be made that we put out publicly be a, be an example of how it really doesn't matter how many times you, you, you're wrong about something or you make a mistake about something, as long as you're still, uh, 
yourself at the end of the day and still being genuine. Yeah, I, I guess the I guess the takeaway from this episode or the moral of this episode is stand on your own two feet, have conviction and have an understanding of what you want to put your money into. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't know. You know, this crypto space is 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 a rocket ship right now. We you know, some days we're up, some days we're down, some days we're sideways. Nobody truly knows the market. But if you have conviction in your thought process and say, hey, look, this is where I'm going to stand. This is where I'm going to put my money. I understand where I'm going. You'll feel a lot more safer, more comfortable, you know, when the market does what it does today. Yeah. So, yeah, this is episode 150 as well. That's a monumental number. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. crazy. 150. Pretty crazy. Appreciate so honestly, Dante. DeFi. Honestly, appreciate you, Dante, for always coming on. Yeah. Um, you Not know. tired of us yet? No. <laughs> Uh, the goal of the show, to, uh, you know, to continue <laughs> to, to bring on a lot more people <laughs> that have a good understanding, you know. Yeah. And, so, and Dante's yeah. have a, has yeah. had a great understanding. And the crazy part about all of this, though, I'm going to be honest with you guys, is we've never met Dante at, at all in life, in, in yeah. the real world. And this is yeah. not even and like these are like my friends. Right? Like, and we're yeah. like almost these best are like friends real at this friends point. Yeah. We can literally so, call yeah. Dante and be like, what's up, bro? How you doing? What'd you eat for breakfast type? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I had some Cheerios. You know what I mean? Nah, it's it's quesadillas. crazy. It's you got me, crazy. You got me making quesadillas. <laughs> yeah. I guess also the point it's is, guys, um, I know I get on here and I start preaching, it feels like. Um, but it's also just as much for us as it is for you guys because it's a way of, you know, reminding us ourselves about what we're trying to achieve in, in this space. And it is not easy. Um, it's not easy to get on here and, you know, you feel like shit because the market's down and your portfolio is down, all that stuff. Yeah. But trust me, guys, don't, don't put us on a pedestal for anything. We're, yeah. We're, we're just, just like you. We're, we're no literally just normal if you people. you meet us, that's how, um, how we're talking yeah. on air is how we'll talk to you in person. The same exactly. There's no, there's no difference. There's no, yeah. um, and yeah. that's, that's the most, yeah. that's the most value. In my opinion, like I said, Joe Rogan is someone I look up to in the sense that, uh, that's why I find value in what he does is he's not afraid to be himself and it works. So I think that's something you can come to us for, but that doesn't mean we're right all exactly. the time. And it doesn't yep. mean that our we're ideas human. are on point yeah. or any of that stuff. It just means that we're at least able to share it. And exactly. I want everyone who comes to our channel to be able to share the same thing, uh, be able to share their opinion without feeling like they have to follow some sort of narrative or fit some box. Exactly. So thank you guys all once again for all your comments and, and, and questions. Johnny, you had something you want to say? No, I was just trying to do like the 50 oh. Oh, this way. <laughs> Five zero. Um, but honestly, yeah, once again, thank you guys uh, for, for believing in us and getting us to where we are today. Uh, we will continue to. Someone's going to think that that's comment. something bad. Just like they thought this was bad, the eye thing. Someone's going to think there's like Illuminati or something. Oh, God. <laughs> and I kept replying to the comments. I was like, we just like the artwork. That's what I say. Like, what's I just up? like, I really yeah. do love, I'm, I'm, I'm really just in love with the kind of art. So it has nothing to do with Illuminati. But, you know. Everybody's going to think what they're going to think. Nobody but hopefully knows, you guys right? found some value today. If you did, please subscribe to the oh. channel, man. Like the video. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care. God bless. Be safe. <laughs> Peace. Hey, I broke my mic. Yeah.